There's no crying on the yacht. But who's going to win UCLA's starting QB spot? Let's talk about it. Unlocked on UCLA. You are locked on UCLA, your daily podcast on the UCLA Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On UCLA Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Anderson Yoxheimer. Thanks for tuning in to making this your first listen each and every day. It's free wherever you get your podcast and it's available on YouTube. So like, comment, and subscribe. Become an everyday listener. You're not going to want to miss Locked On UCLA. And we get back slowly to more daily mindset with fall camp slowly around the corner. August, that crazy, right? We're already about to be in August in 2023. And football season is around the corner. Most importantly, Pac-12 Media Days, which signifies the unofficial, unofficial start in the Media Day preseason toward the schedule. But Chip Kelly gave us some fun quotes, some great moments. We'll talk about that here today, starting with the starting quarterback position. What does that mean? Has Chip Kelly named a starting quarterback? Has he given any inkling as to who it will be? Absolutely not. That's not how Chip Kelly rolls. That's not how this program rolls. The Bruins are not going to name a quarterback here in July. I have been on the record as saying, I want Dante Moore to start, see what you have, and see what you got. Chip Kelly tells me, unofficially, this isn't exactly what he told me, but he told everybody he's not going to do it. He's not going to worry about all these recruiting stars or external pressure, kind of quoting from the LA Times article from Ben Bolch. But this is what Chip Kelly said during the Pac-12 Media Days in Vegas, because Pac-12 said, we're tired of hosting the Media Days in Los Angeles since L.A. will no longer be a part of our market. Our job, Chip Kelly said, has never been to keep people happy. I think the way you keep your entire team happy is that you're fair with everybody and things are won on the field, not just because someone came in and they've got better accolades than somebody else. This is a direct shot at two UCLA quarterbacks, not a shot, if you will, but what Chip Kelly is saying is, just because we got this highly touted freshman coming in from Michigan doesn't mean as an 18-year-old true freshman who would be the first true freshman to start since Josh Rosen, at least the season opener, that he is not going to earn the job. Dante Moore is not going to be handed the job that I so want him to have handed over to him. If you pick player B over player A and everybody in the locker room thinks it's player A, That's never a good situation, so it has to be one on the field. That is what Chip Kelly said at the end of his quote, basically saying, one, it's got to be one on the field. So one of those quotes kind of going towards the likes of Dante Moore. He's the youngster coming in. Everybody's excited, especially with the commitment, the decommitment, the flipping of his commitment from Oregon to UCLA, revitalizing, almost rejuvenating a UCLA fan base that was, I mean, we were all a little saddened at the end of the year how it ended. But also saying Colin Schley, even though he's got a lot of experience, he's got to earn it in front of his own UCLA teammates too, transferring over from Kent State. So these guys got to earn it and beat out Garbers or whoever it might be competing for the starting quarterback job. And Chip Kelly, you know, the big thing is he's coming from a longtime starting quarterback in Dorian Thompson-Robinson. He's been there for a long time. He always threw out the number 48 games, 48 games, 48 games in various interviews that I've watched, listened to, and read, transcribed throughout the likes of Pac-12 media days. And the big thing is Chip Kelly is saying with Dorian leaving 
or I guess he didn't say this, but with Dorian leaving, he didn't say this quote. With Dorian leaving, that leaves the door open, obviously. Duh, 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 duh. Obvious statement of the world. But that doesn't mean he's going to hand over a simple, simple thing. And I, I was diving into a great LA Times article by Ben Bolch, which said that, especially if you go back to his NFL days, he's almost leaned more the older guy, right? DTR didn't get the job because he beat Wilton Spate, he got it because Spate got hurt, and then he practically kept the job until he left 20 years later and then broke numerous UCLA records in the process before ending his career in 2022. So the big thing is this could mean that UCLA, if you go back to the Michael Vick days when he was with the Eagles, I know those are heavily debated for various reasons, but chose he started in 2013 with Michael Vick over Nick Foles and Matt Barkley. And then, especially during the 19 and 20 years, kept going with Dorian Thompson Robinson. Now he's got the guy who's been in the system a few years, Ethan Garbers, the transfer Lee and more. I want more desperately, so very bad, just to see what we got. But Chip Kelly's saying, you've got to earn it, which, of course, you could say that's coach speak. You could say that's Chip Kelly. But in the wake of how we just hand things, especially to the youngsters who demand NAL money, who demand automatic starting spots without earning it. You could always counteract my argument and say, Zach, he hasn't earned it, which means Dante Moore has to become that leader on that field, that general that can help lead his veteran teammates, his fifth, six-year guys who still may be playing with that final COVID year, right? So the COVID years slowly phasing out. It's one thing to have an 18-year-old run a team when it's 18 to 22. It's different when they're as old as 23, 24, utilizing those extra years, those master's degrees, as Ch- Chase Griffin is doing in that same quarterbacking room. DTR, heck, he was very, quote-unquote, old, leaving UCLA. So it would be a big shift in the locker room to go from older experience with Charbonnet, Bobo, and DTR offensively, and then completely shift to a whole new thread of receiving corps. You've got the running back room with a lot of additions, and then you've got the quarterback room, which has just got everything on the line for this UCLA season. One where it goes back and forth with the scheduling, the new defensive coordinating, and everything in between. It all comes down to who Chip Kelly will pick, and he's not going to be like, hey, I'm going to choose this guy. Duke Clemens had a quote overall at the, the Pac-12 media days. It was Clemens and Leatu Latu who were there, he talked about a time when he saw Dante Moore in spring practice kind of getting a little bit nervous. And what he said was, I could just see it in his eyes. Like, he's just getting to that point. So I wanted to calm him down, just settle back in, lock in, and refocus. So, hey, Moore still is capable of giving those freshman mistakes, learning as much as he wants to be the guy. Sometimes you got to go in, make your mistakes, and learn from them. Even though Chip Kelly has once before referred to Dante Moore as an old soul, that Michigan kid coming out to Westwood trying to live that Hollywood lifestyle and then dominate the Rose Bowl, the games at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, it just means Chip Kelly isn't going to hand something over. He's not going to give it up. I would like him to. I would certainly love him to give it up. Of course, if there's a clear, stark difference, you got to go with the better option with UCLA still having a chance to compete this year in 2023. Overall, what the Bruins got to do, they do have to go with the best man. But we do want to see what Dante Moore looks like. And I I just don't see a way in 2023 that this season completes without us seeing Dante Moore. I mean, I could even argue we see all three quarterbacks at some point for various reasons, whatever it means. Well, there's an we could see three separate quarterbacks, if not more, for some reason this year. However, 
I would like Dante Moore to start. Chip Kelly with these quotes, with him tending to lean the older guy, it could be uh, an interesting thing to say that Garbers could be the guy that wins that starting spot when they play Coastal Carolina September 2nd against the Chanticleers and they play Grayson McCall and company against in a coaching change. But that should be a fun game opening night. What does this mean? We, we still got to wait. We got to wait till middle of August, late August, when Chip Kelly, probably late the, the wind up to week one, tells us, hey, actually, actually, this is who's starting. Still got a lot of time to wait, folks. But, you know, Chip Kelly, he is not going to give it away just yet. There are some other good quotes and tidbits. Chip Kelly asked a variety of things, whether it be the moving to the Pac-12 to the Big Ten, quotes about Bill McGovern, even the Northwestern hazing situation, and actually gave some thoughts about the transfer window and what he thinks should it should look like. So we're going to tell you all that more coming up next on Locked On UCLA. Now we're going to tell you more about eBay Motors because for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part just needs to fit perfectly. When it's time to get those new parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. That's an important thing right there. Just add your ride to My Garage. And look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you're back in the game in no time. And it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. You can get the right parts, right fit, and right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Motors, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Cruising on into segment two of the Locked On UCLA podcast, Zach Anderson, Yoxham with you guys talking some Pac-12 media days. You know, it's that part of the summer where the media days, everybody's excited about quotes thrown around by various coaches. Yay, nay, everything in between as we get excited for football just around the corner, which means let's dissect some Chip Kelly quotes from various things. There are quite a few questions asked about the late Bill McGovern and Chip Kelly graciously was able to talk very nice words, very great words about the the late former UCLA defensive coordinator, Bill McGovern, who had shifted into an administrative role before passing away, sadly, due to cancer. And almost every time he talked about him, there was a, it was just a teary-eyed response in which he was very emotional, was very close, and talked about how he was a leader and talked about all these ways that Bill McGovern had this ability to impact guys and didn't want to be in, didn't want that out there. He wanted to make sure he wasn't a distraction for his players, for the rest of his coaches. And that a limited amount of people knew about his actual illness and just talked about how that was the guy he was. And he didn't want to be a distraction to the team in 2022, which was quite a few questions asked considering that close relationship. And even though he wasn't there for, you know, more than 11 months, Chip Kelly was very gracious. He was able to spend those times together, even throughout some quotes, talking about how he talked at McGovern's funeral and throughout some great liners and some great deep thoughts about life, talking about his his dear late friend, coworker, compatriot, everything in which he talked football and everything with Bill McGovern. But again, the questions would keep piling in over various things and kind of switching, don't want to really 
make light of the moment, but from a light, from a, you know, a sadder moment to a lighthearted moment, Chip Kelly was asked, ironically enough, uh, there was an injury, a, a, an ACL tear, if you will, as we try to lighten the mood here and locked on UCLA before getting back to more football related things. He was asked about his dog, his dog actually tore his ACL. Chip Kelly's dog tore his ACL when, when Chip Kelly was on vacation. So they had to come back early to, from vacation, come back home. And he, he was like, wait a minute. Uh, I didn't know dogs could tear ACLs. So the joke was that his pup was uh, maybe going to redshirt this year, maybe be good around middle September. And if there's any doorbells rung, any knocks on the door, that, that, that make sure the pup is okay and good to go. In the meantime, those are your middle quotables there. What is something that Chip Kelly threw out there that I thought was an interesting idea. One of the talks was how he thought there should be one unified signing day and how there should be one transfer window as opposed to two after spring practice. Chip Kelly was asked on the stage uh, of the Pac-12 media days after a lot of questions by the MC, And what was being said was, hey, he threw out this idea the transfer portal has been going on since the late 1800s and threw out some incredible references about how one player went from West Virginia to Lafayette and West Virginia in the same season, had the best winning percentage, everything in between. Stories you may know, stories you may not know. I talked about how the transfer portal has been a mess since the late 1800s, since football was basically invented. He also went into a deeper mindset about how – it's one thing you have to deal with the ramifications. These kids have to be able to make these decisions, and it's okay. They can go find a good situation, but they also, as he said it, if they leave after getting yelled at by a coach and they didn't get along one day and decide to leave, then they have to deal with the ramifications if they don't get a spot or get an offer from somewhere else after you know they decide to leave. And one of the bigger things he talked about, that one transfer portal window should be at the end of the season, not opposed to – the spring football transfer window, if you will, where you have the multiple signing days, the multiple windows, which can, one, make it chaotic just on a football coach's life, let alone trying to plan for the end of a season, prepare for next season, and make sure while during spring practice everybody gets enough reps so they don't leave because they're displeased with the amount of reps. And quite honestly, I kind of agree with him. Why do we need the super early signing day? Well, it was fun to talk about Dante Moore signing in December, but why do we need the super early signing day? I know it's important because some players might enroll early, but then you also have the likes of the two transfer portal windows. Why leave after spring practice? Why not just have a good basis, and then you've got to work all year long to go and find a way if you can get better and grow in that situation, right? So what Chip Kelly's throwing out is one transfer window, one unified signing day, and Everything outside of college football, you know, all the exterior, the expanded playoff, the college, the, the conference realignment, the, the portal, everything that's been going crazy these last five years, it seems like especially. And then if you add in the college football playoff element where beyond the 4-12 to 12 expansion, going from the BCS era to the college football playoff era, college football has been a completely different game right not the action on the field where we see lots of points scored and entertainment in the fall on saturday afternoon saturday nights just the overall product just looking how it's presented in the playoff and the playoffs and then how players can just shift so quickly changing the dynamic of a program maybe not so much say a super national championship contender but 
other programs can get good or might be getting better overnight that we don't see it. So bringing together one window, one signing day could make it a very different game in recruiting. And I know Chip Kelly hits the portal pretty hard. He does a very good job at it. Maybe he wants a little bit of a rest, too, in addition to his quote of no crying on the yacht. The game's been better than it's ever been was something he mentioned during his Pac-12 media days, interviews, and during his Q&A scenario when he was a part of the coaching panel, everybody coming in and asking questions. So for Chip Kelly, no crying on the yacht. You know, for those players, the portal's important, but he'd rather have it just one of those days. So who are some guys that Chip Kelly talked about by name necessarily, especially in the running back room that he was excited about? Maybe throw out some names. And also, we'll talk about what he thought about, you know, the Northwestern situation is an unfortunate situation that's going on. How does his program handle that in terms of making sure that doesn't happen at UCLA? We'll tell that more on the end of Locked On UCLA. Welcome back. Final segment of Locked On UCLA podcast. Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, wrapping things up with you. Pac-12 Media Days recap. For the most part, we're throwing out some good quotes, interesting thoughts from Chip Kelly, some good questions asked all around by everybody there. And one of the questions that was asked of him was the, the comparison, maybe not the comparison is the right word, but what does UCLA do, especially his program, to avoid what happens at a, at Northwestern, right? And I know, unfortunately, hazing is still something that goes around, something that should be stopped, a culture thing that is just a quote-unquote culture thing that is just absolutely stupid. But it, it still happens in 2023, and we're still hearing disgusting, vile things coming out of another football program. Unfortunately, the latest is Northwestern, and it's costing – you know, the it, it's costing too much. It, it's just costing too much. But the idea that was posed or the question posed was, what does UCLA do about it? Chip Kelly responded with how, one, they meet with all the freshmen. They bring in the newcomers. They talk about, hey, that once you join the team, you're a member of the team. And you don't get any extra privileges if you're a fifth, six-year guy as opposed to a freshman. And, hey, one of the guys they have on their t- leadership staff the director of leadership is Ken Niumatololo, which is what Chip Kelly was, you know, he was talking very highly of Coach Ken, who was a longtime coach over at Navy, taking a step back, looking to be a leader, having leadership meetings with their leadership council, the freshmen, the sophomore, the juniors, the seniors. And obviously California law is a little, you know, he mentioned California law different in terms of the hazing and everything, all of that. But just talk about, hey, in the program, the coaches are there. We want it to be a player-led program, but we have coaches there, so nothing happens. And that, hey, when you bring in a Kendi Omatololo, and I'm not sure how long that he might be on staff, considering he'll probably get that itch, one would think, to be a coach somewhere else, especially in a head coaching spot at some way, some, some way, somehow. And Chip Kelly doesn't like to deal with much nonsense, right? He doesn't want to bring in necessarily a superstar diva, five-star recruit he'll bring in guys who are proven want to work want to grind can handle the nutrition handle the conditioning that's why maybe ucla isn't hitting those high watermarks when it comes to those high school recruiting composite rankings and why he goes after those guys in the portal and i know this is a long interesting connection and tie-in to the northwestern situation but chip kelly basically laid it out that it's not really welcome at UCLA, what's going on. It's not welcome, period, anywhere. It should not be, should not. 
But in the end, it was a question that was posed. And when you've got the leadership council, he talks about everybody making sure they're treated, especially the players, the same, regardless of seniority, in terms of who has done stuff, play, in terms of who has played well on the field. They want to make sure each player, you're a member of the team, no matter how big, no matter how small. And that is the mindset Chip Kelly brings to this situation. To wrap up the show, the final thoughts I wanted to bring up were one of Chip Kelly talking about the running backs room. And I know he did talk about the linebackers and everything during his 22-minute stint on the main stage in Vegas. But he was talking very highly, very briefly, but highly about the running back room where TJ Harden, he liked how he played in the bowl game. He's a big-time returner. Talked about Carson Steele, and he gave a good long tidbit about Crocky J and how the Pac-12 Network, one last thing they should do is go visit Crocky J and how maybe Chip Kelly is not going to be the biggest fan of Crocky J if he ever makes it to Westwood and becomes a celebrity, Carson Steele's pet alligator named Crocky J. So he talked about how Harden's good, bringing Steele is good, but the couple other guys he brought up, Colson Yankoff, was someone Chip Kelly was talking about, and Anthony Adkins, an Army transfer who kind of gets forgotten in the new running backs formation, right? A big running back. And overall, UCLA, he talks about they had Charbonnet as you know the big running back, but now they're just bigger in size, a little bit more depth. And while they might not have the big back Charbonnet for a couple of years, coming from the Joshua Kellys and everything in between, you do have a bigger heavier set running back room which is what he wants to kind of just be that bruising guy or bruising guys that can beat down the opposing defenses get through the lines late in games get first downs and churn down the clock if you remember later in games could shorten those games when the clock doesn't stop after first downs in when the college football rules change so that that's not happening yet but it'll happen in the future in the meantime it's nice to see yankoff's name mentioned there i know Harden's important. We're expecting Steele, maybe Steele to win that starting spot, or at least Harden and Steele to get a good bulk of the carries. We know that UCLA loves to not overwork their tailbacks too much, so having more than one will be important, especially if they have multifaceted skill sets that can be dynamic in Chip Kelly's always evolving offensive schemes where, hey, you never know who's going to get the ball on a certain day, who's going to dominate. And having multiple options in the running back room, especially when you don't have to lean on one guy and wonder, why isn't Jack Charbonnet not, not in uniform? Why is he sitting on the sideline? That's not what they have to worry about this year. This room this year should be something that the Bruins are okay with. And the fact that he added an Atkins late is important. Yankoff could be a guy that could challenge for a lot of reps, but Steele and Harden, the Bruins should be set for some good running back play as long as the offensive line plays well. And I know there's questions about Garrett DiGiorgio and Spencer Holstage and their injury status in which he said, well, they're back at the end of spring football and they should be good to go. And for the most part, UCLA coming to the season is healthy. They just need to know who is starting at the quarterback position because there are a lot of question marks and a lot of depth in that position in that room. And we're going to find out more as the summer wears on into the dog days of August. And that's why you've got to become an everyday listener of Locked On UCLA podcast. We'll dive into more basketball things, more football things. At some point, Chip Kelly's going to have to tell us who will be that starting quarterback. Who is it going to be? And I guess maybe he doesn't have to tell us, but he's, we'll find out one way or another. And the nation will be watching. Is it the, the longtime, gar, longtime guy in Garbers, the transfer Lee, or the freshman more? Those are all big questions you're going to want to know here on Locked On UCLA. 
Hands up, Bruins fans. It's Zach Anderson, Yoxheimer, signing off. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. U C L A. U C L A. Fight, fight, fight. This has been Locked On UCLA. Go Bruins.